It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, Voice for Freedom, the Out Loud Truth. America Out Loud talk radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also listen on our media player from any browser or anywhere in the world. We have the best class apps available on Apple, Android, Alexa, and we stream 24-7. Now you can hear them on the podcast on the same apps. All of our shows typically typically go to podcasts in a day or two after the broadcast is heard on talk radio. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, Apple, all of them. Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.com your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. You know, we're 24-7. We all must do our part and share the stories and the articles and the videos so that we can help secure America's future. You can find out more by going to AmericaOutloud.com. Remember, the National Security Hour is on 7 o'clock Eastern Time, five days a week, Monday to Friday. Today, we're your hosts, we're your hosts Colonel Mike and Dr. Mike. And uh, we have a few things we'd like to speak about in regards to national security and world affairs. And uh, I want to welcome my co-host back. Uh, the team has been together, Mike and I, 13 years in media. Dr. Mike, welcome back to the National Security Hour on iHeartRadio. Thank you, Colonel. It's always good to talk to you. It's always good talking to you, sir. So uh, I'm going to let you open up on the first segment on what you would like to discuss today on the National Security Hour. Well, I, th I think uh, you're kind enough to share a lot of stuff with me over the past couple of days. And the one that caught my eye was the uh, uh, idea that uh, the Chinese are smuggling in military-aged men uh, into the United States and that the um, uh, Border Patrol, Customs and Border Patrol people estimate there are now 400,000 of those people arriving or have arrived in the United States and that uh, about 900 come in every day. And apparently their, their road is uh, to come from China to Ecuador and um, uh, then work up uh, through, the, through Central America, through Mexico, and then into the uh, United States. So this is another uh, problem we have with the open border is uh, the Chinese putting military-aged men in. We already brought 200,000 military-aged men from uh, Afghanistan and probably everywhere else that the U.S. Army and military have trained uh, but failed to create a field force that can defend its own country, whether it's Somalia or, or Afghanistan or anywhere else. So we don't, it's, it's bad enough we have so many million of, of uh, useless uh, illiterate, uh, unwanted uh, immigrants in this country. But now we have other people building what appears to be the corpus of a, of a military force inside of our own country. I, I, I don't think it's a surprise, but it's, a, it's a, certainly an underemphasized uh, component of what Biden has done to the country through opening the border. 
you know, Mike, this is really dangerous because we would not be able to do this in China. We would not be able to do this in any other country. Okay. And uh, now Mexico just yesterday um, seized an American company and their assets. So there's no bite back, no, no barking here in America. We're in a very, very dangerous place where we've never been. And now we had some clown, and I'm going to call him a clown, and he should go back to Tennessee and serve barbecue and beer. He comes out and he said, uh, you know, based on what he's looking at, you know, the $4 billion sending over to Ukraine for their retirement fund is uh, – something that uh, is upsetting and uh you know he 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 called in blinken or something i'm like is he for real is this guy for real we're not we're not major ma there's no major news on this four billion dollars american taxpayer money it's just flowing and flowing and flowing and they're not doing there's nobody none of your representatives are out there saying hey wait a minute that's our how do you take our tax money and tell us you want to cut people's social security this you talk about national security, the banks, the the banks, all the problems going on with the banks, and now we're just flooding money to the Ukraine. There's two important things that I saw as far as the national security threat. CDC bought phone data to track the lockdown compliance. How's that? The CDC, okay? They paid one firm four hundred twenty thousand, another firm two hundred eight thousand. They bought access to the location data from at least 55 million. You hear that? Five, five million cell phone users. So to our listeners right here in America, you could be one of the one of 55 million. And to our listeners around the globe, you could be one too. I mean, your country might've did that too. In our country, Mike, we have another problem with the Justice Department. The pre-dawn FBI raids at gunpoint to haunt the pro-life activists. What is going on? This country is now like it's going off the rails, Mike. Oh, I think it's long off the rails, Colonel. It's a, it's a problem we've had and we refuse to do anything about it. Just look, almost 1.5 million Americans have died since 2020 because of two attacks by the Chinese. One, the COVID uh, uh, business and the other one, fentanyl. Uh, that's probably more people dead since 2020, then we've lost in all the wars we fought in the world, in, the, in our history. Mm -hmm. And uh, no, no one does anything about that. The other thing that's very growing at a very fast rate in Mexico is the, the activities of Chinese uh, cartels, mm -hmm. or not, uh, Chinese cartels, but mostly they're manned, staffed, led by uh, people, Chinese ethnic Chinese who have been in uh, Mexico for a long time. And they're especially uh, uh, active in uh, Tijuana, in Ensenada, and then down the Pacific coast. There's a, 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 a firm in, in Hong Kong, a Chinese-based, a Chinese firm, that is a specialty in building, maintaining, and managing ports. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Hutchinson Wampo, or I think it is. Hutchinson Wampo, exactly. Maybe, yeah. And they now control uh, five ports on the Pacific coast and a couple more on the Gulf of Mexico coast of, of uh, Mexico. 
Mm-hmm. And it's uh, there. That's where the precursors are coming in. So the cartels in Mexico can make uh, uh, fentanyl. But the, cart- the Chinese cartels or mafias themselves are also very active in uh, uh, illegal fishing and m- moving people into the United States and uh, bringing arms into Mexico without. We- well, I know with the fishing, Mike, they're they're hustling Peru on that coast. They're getting very close and the Peruvian don't have a, a basic, basically a, any kind of a Navy to, uh, you know, offset them. Uh, let's say. Uh, um, coming in in the naval area of Peru, you know, they're, yeah. they're coastline. The other thing that's really concerning for me is I don't think anybody's speaking about it, even us. The U.S. is focusing on China's forced organ harvesting, right? About people of conscience having their organs taken out before they're dead, okay? Now, this is what I'm thinking. I think they're setting up shop in Mexico. I may be wrong. Or Central America. No, I think that's that's obvious, Colonel. They have an enormous a number of Chinese businesses now based in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a cartel down there called Las Las Zheng Z H E N G, mm. which is a, a drug cartel. They specialize in bringing the precursor drugs in, but they work through legitimate businesses that they've set up. The Chinese have a, a, a small uh, not a small, but a, a substantial presence in China. And when you look at uh, some of the airline information, we have uh, Chinese aircraft, Chinese airlines flying into Mexico, and virtually every uh, place they fly to has an ethnic Chinese community there, which is, uh, I would bet a dollar, somehow involved with CCP activities. Oh, absolutely. Anywhere they go, whether it's Africa, Southeast Asia, everywhere they invest any money, they always set up a Chinatown Chinese community. They start with, let's say, 3,300, okay? They get it to 3,000. And then what they do is they get the governments to give them the passport of that country. So Mexico's given them passports, Cambodia did, other countries did, Burma, so on. So what they do is they become nationals in that country. You know, like uh, we would call nationalized here. Yeah. And then you could fly around without the Chinese passport. And, you know, coming through a country like America, nobody's going to ask you, hey, can you speak Chinese? You know what I mean? Or you could speak Burmese. They'll just let you right in. There's another really, uh, I mean, there's so much as far as the national security issue for America. We have millions of tiny, suspicious political donations questioned by a watchdog group. Okay. More than 10,000 donors contributing thousands of times in the last four years. And that's without even the hammer and the scorecard. So here we are talking about going to 2024. Here we are talking about 2022's past. And uh, again, you don't see the Republicans doing anything. You don't see the mainstream media. You don't see the alternative media pushing that much. But we have another issue. And again, Everybody's talking about, you know, Trump 24. He made the new uh, rally there in Waco, which is nice, right next to Bush's house. But we have so many little fires. And this is part of that, you know, Mike, the communist thing. Put them over here, take them over here, push them over there. This way you don't know where to turn. I forgot what the number was. I heard it yesterday. China's building a naval ship like almost every other day. They have, they have I don't know how many shipyards now. <clears throat> Excuse me. They have I don't know how many shipyards now. All right. So, 
you, you know, we're going to spend all these billions of dollars and we won't be able to defeat them. And they, and then they, they have some hypersonic kind of weapons. Um, I hoped we can speak to Rick, uh, Rick Fisher real soon on this. We have another danger in America. You ready for the national security? Family court judges send children into danger. 900 children have been either killed or molested or whatever because they side with the bad parent. So internally, we have problems, not just externally. I don't know how you pull this country together if we don't have people in Congress local communities, wherever, helping the American people to keep this country together, Mike. Well, I, I, I don't know how you do that either. Until you can uh, get to the American people the information we, we generally talk about, which is uh, broadcast only on alternative media or, or some uh, conservative magazines in the United States and newspapers. But the... the uh, the the, the the threat coming out of Mexico now, I think, is is very significant. And um, thank goodness this person broke this story, because otherwise we would have never known. It's probably going to end up like uh, the story that we had within the last six months about uh, Chinese police stations in the United States. Yes. To, uh, to um, persecute or, or, or get rid of people who are uh, don't seem loyal enough to China once they come here. And now in this recent information, we find out that those police stations are also the point of connection between the uh, military-aged uh, young men coming into this country from China and the CCP once they're in the United States. That, that the police stations and those people who work for them uh, keep an eye on these fellows and make sure they're ready to do whatever needs to be done. So it's it is it, it's a it's a it's a detailed story. We're not a detailed people anymore. Um, there's no mass media that that carries it. You have to really search sites to be able to find things you're uh, interested in in terms of American security. And we, we're we're just um, we're just a, a laughing stock at the moment. <laughs> there was a. A little a cartoon, uh, a, a skit that was done in Saudi Arabia last weekend or the, during this. Week. I saw that. That was great. It was a great piece, but it, it just is so embarrassing for an American president to be treated like that guy was. He couldn't. He couldn't say anything, but God bless America, and he waved, and then he tripped down the stairs, and then he tripped up the airplane stairs, and every time he'd stop, he'd wave again, even though there was nobody there. Uh, remember when he got off the podium, he turned three different ways to shake hands with people and there was no one there. And then when he was going to leave, he went the wrong way. He walked toward the curtain instead of down off the stage. Mm. And it, it was it was pathetic. It was funny. But it was also a little painful to watch, I think, for an American. Well, you know, uh, we don't have any comedy, real comedy in the uh, on the shows anymore in America. You know, everything has, has become political. What they were doing was the job that Saturday Night Live used to do. Yeah. Whenever there was a Republican in power or in, yeah. in government as the leader or the president. So let's just break for a second here. You're on the National Security Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Voice of Freedom, The Out Loud Truth with liberty and justice for all. We're going to be coming up on the end of the segment in a few minutes, Mike. I think we got about four minutes to go. Um, I'm really concerned also, and we could talk about it next segment. You know, this thing that happened with Syria, 
that the Iranians did something and attacked or blew up something and then the retaliation. The first thing that came to my mind is, why are we there? Now, I know what you're going to say, but I want to say it first. We're there because the only democracy in the Middle East makes sure we're there so they don't have to spend the money nor the blood and treasure. Would you agree? Oh, I think that's beyond a doubt, Colonel. Uh, we, we are the, the plaything of the Israelis. Uh, our Congress can't uh, do anything that displeases them. Uh, they, they probably like the Ukraine business because it, sh- it closes down the fact that we're giving the Israelis $10 billion a year uh, mm-hmm. for nothing and uh, in return. Um, and, and when you look around at Jewish Americans, they're, they're, they're so utterly hostile to the American Constitution. Well, no, I, you know, when I look around and I see what's going on with Jewish Americans, I think of Christmas, Silent Night. Yeah. There's no voices. I think of a Christmas carol, Silent Night. The other thing is, I mean, they are pumping $100 million with that ICJW thing that they have running on Christian radio. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of Christians listening to this show, I'm sure. You know, there's a big commercial out there. Send us $19 a month. We're going to feed Holocaust Jews that were. What? Why do you have Holocaust Jews in Ukraine? I thought that was Russia. I, I don't know what's going on. How do we have Holocaust Jews that were living in a, a rundown shack? Ukraine was doing great before the war. If you ask me, Ukraine was doing better than California, right? So they got this hustle going on, and they got these evangelicals and ecumenicals believing all this hogwash. I mean, and I looked up the, uh, the, the agency, the organization, they're tied in at the hip with the evangelicals. They did $100 billion last year. Now, they do spend a lot of the money. I'm not, you know, it's not all administration. But, you know, how many more countries, how many more people, how many more races, how many more people can we afford to support when we have Congress talking about cutting Social Security? These are pe- our own people that, that put money away thinking that you were going to do the right thing, that you weren't going to lie, that you were going to give them some money every month. Now, some people... They live on five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars a month, and you can't even pay rent in America for eight hundred dollars a month, today, Mike. You know what I'm oh, saying? No. I mean, they're probably rooming these old people are probably the boomers or whatever, whoever is older than the boomers. So, our national security right now, if you're not listening to America Out Loud, an alternative, and you're not listening, and you're not going on iHeartRadio, and you're not listening to America Out Loud, we have so many shows up there. It's seven years now. We're happy to be on the National Security Hour. Mike and I have been in media 13 years. We've been banging the drum. We're not Johnny come latelys. We didn't come with COVID. We didn't come with the hammer and scorecard. We didn't come with the election. We were there way, way before. I just want to correct everything. We were there way, way before, 13 years ago, right? 13 years ago. COVID really started in 2020. That'll give us four years, correct? Okay. Yeah. Or three years, rather. We're going on four. We're going on four on podcasts. But anyway, the two mics are always out there talking about national security. Before we go to break, and we will go, I'm going to come back and tell you a very, very important YouTube story, and we'll continue on the National Security Hour on America Out Loud, freedom and justice for all. I love that slogan. It's so great. I'm going to use it again. Freedom and justice for all. Hey, we got to get to commercial. We'll be back on the other side. 
Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic-era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rex nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hey, welcome back to the National Security Hour on America Out Loud. You're on with Dr. Michael Shoya and Colonel Mike. And uh, today, we're speaking on many subjects. I mean, I wish we had three hours, but we don't have it. Okay. And I said at the end of the bottom of the last segment, I'll come back with a quick YouTube story. I'll make it quick so you'll understand. Like I said, we're, we're out there 13 years. Okay. And we're happy to be on America Out Loud. Thank you very much. And we're happy to be on the National Security Hour. 13 or maybe about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, Mike and I were doing radio in uh we were on what was considered a conservative radio show. We were filling in. And, you know, Mike used to do about 250,000 views in a week on YouTube. That was pretty good back in the day. And he made a statement, pretty conservative statement. And, uh, you know, the, the, the host of his show got a call. He didn't have any major advertisers, just local, you know, local regional state kind of thing. And uh, they said, oh, my gosh, who's this guy, Mike Shaw? Gosh, oh, wow, oh, bam. And Mike had 250,000 views in a week. Now, you got to understand something. Today, after 13 years, this guy can't get 32 year views on YouTube. He probably gets about 64 on Rumble or whatever. Anyway, so they made him shake in his boots. Now, this guy used to go around saying he was a Trumper and a MAGA guy, okay? And he was a conservative. But when he heard from 
left-wing slate. You know what happened? And I have to tell you, poop poop be doo he got scared. Anyway, let's continue, Mike. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. You know, I, right. that's a Go point ahead. I always forget about uh, the the evangelicals and, and uh, Israel. It's, uh, you know, we know for a fact that two Israeli organizations at least, or uh, Jewish American organizations at APAC. least. APAC. Uh, and yeah, well, yeah. And, and the, the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center and the ADL are all out after white American conservative Christians. Yes. Uh, giving information, whether true or false, to the FBI and to other law enforcement organizations so they can, we can be rounded up at some point. And when I watch or listen to those people you talk about, I think it's John Hagee, isn't it? And the Protestants are Christians for Israel. Yes. yes. I wonder where they really stand in life. You know, their 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 icon in Israel is is helping the American government uh, round up uh, Christians and uh, and and Catholics. And in Israel, the people are on the verge of revolt because their their government has treated them somewhat like the Nazis. Uh, like Dr. Mengele, inoculating all of them with a, 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 a vaccine that killed, that's killing people and will kill more in the future, and with their their restored prime minister Netanyahu saying, "Well, we, our nation will be used as guinea pigs." You know what kind of people would want to associate with a, with those kinds of folks? Is certainly not loyal Americans. Well, Mike. Um... When you say the Israelis, I know you're, what you're saying. What he's saying, and I know what he's saying, is the Israeli government. I mean, the people on the ground, we don't know what they're thinking. You know, it's just like being an American. You're here. You go out, you eat, you have a dinner. But the Christians, when they're in Jerusalem or any parts of Israel, um, if they're evangelized, let's say, speaking about Jesus, you know, they get stoned, they get rocked. We give billions of dollars. We have billions of dollars in trade. It's a three to five billion dollars a year for Israel, three to five billion for Egypt. That's the Jimmy Carter you know, thing. But we give billions and billions and billions of dollars and you can't preach. So why are we all tied in? This is the thing for me. Why are we all tied into these non-Christian nations? And we have Christian nations in Africa we can help. We have Christian nations around the world. Right. But yet we give billions of dollars. We do billions of dollars of trade with China, communist nation, ripping organs out from the Uyghur Muslims. By the way. Saudi Arabia and the rest of you guys that listen to us, what's up with that? They're not Muslim enough. What, how do you how do you do that deal? How do you sign a deal with them? So apparently, this is the new world order. You know the world economic thing, but you know what really ticks me, Mike, about the Israeli government and the Israeli the, the Jews in America and the Israelis. No one says a word about this guy Yuval Harari, son of Satan, Lucifer. You know going around saying we have to be transhuman, we have to do this, we have to do that. This is one of the worst guys out there. Well, he would have fit right in in, in, uh, in Bolsheviks or Nazis. He would have been uh, a prized member of their uh, brain trust. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, he, he is, and you're right. They treat him, whenever you see him on the media, the media they're almost uh, groveling in front of him as if he's some kind of a, of a important person rather than just the scum of the earth. So I don't know what the answer to this is, Colonel, but it's, 
there there has been nothing worth while since our recognition of Israel that has come to the United States. Truman was or, warned, NATO, or, or NATO or NATO or NATO, right? or NATO. but Truman was war- warned in in uh, by George Kennan among other people. Uh, when he was going to recognize Israel, but he needed money to run the Democratic campaign in that year. And so he recognized Israel and without a single upside except sentimentalism in, in, in it for the United States. It's, an, it's, an, it's a relationship that is entirely one way. And it has brought in intense corruption into our governmental system through the media who support politicians unless they they criticize the Israelis and that's gone through money, a little payoff check every once in a while from uh, APAC. Uh, it is a it is a, a a disgrace that our national leaders put up with that kind of uh, important corruption, telling corruption, weakening corruption from a country that's minuscule and has no possible. U.S. interest involved in it. So, uh, Mike, Mike, I want to break in here a second because, you know, we worry about the election process, the paper ballots. We don't worry about who's buying who, like the Chinese with the Bidens, like APAC. Now, now I'll give you an example. Nikki Haley wants to run for president. What does she do? She shows up at an APAC dinner, right? So you know where, she, where, her, where her interest is. Why would you show up? Why don't you, you show up to the Boy Scout meeting? Why don't you up to the girls club, the 4F club, uh, the school board, you know, the local stuff. Now, here's, you know, you always talk about American greatness or you always talk about, you know, we're not. Uh, what would you say? Uh, exceptional. Exceptional. Yeah. Well, now we, we were exceptional at one point in our history. We were. We were very exceptional. We were blessed by God. And this country went further than any country in the history of the world. Well, I think the founders had exactly that idea, Colonel. Their thought of American exceptionalism was that when they looked across North America and saw the rivers and the harbors and the fertile soil and the fishing and, and the animals and the, the, the weather that was never too severe anywhere, uh, you know, they saw an exceptional country, but they didn't, they weren't arrogant. They were Christians, and they knew that just as British people or French people or German people, we were all fallen. And to establish ourselves as an extraordinary people is, in reality, an offense to God. Mm-hmm. We are, you have to depend on God. They spoke about right. that today at church. They spoke about that today, too. We are exceptional in the, in the gifts that the Lord gave us in terms of fresh water and navigable rivers and agricultural territory and all the rest of it. But we're an ordinary people trying to take advantage of those things that the Lord gave us. But at the same time, we're doing at this time in our history, doing everything to prove not only aren't we ex- exceptional, but we are both diabolical and, and, and evil. Well, the reason I brought that up, because you always talk about that, Victor David Hansen, who everybody I think knows, he just wrote an article about, are we the Byzantines? And here's a quote from it, Mike. You don't mind me saying it, do you? Okay. No. We should take heed from the last generations of the Byzantines. Nowhere is it foreordained, foreordained 
that America has a birthright to remain the world's preeminent civilization. And if he isn't on spot on, who is? Think about that. Well, he's a little late on the horse because well, he's there. At least he got there. Better late decade, than that, right? For decades, he was an exceptionalist. <laughs> you know, but what, he's seen that the worm is turning, I think. And I, maybe a lot of people will, but even in our death rows right now, we're, we're in the, we're in the uh, clutches of, of foreigners, of Israelis. You know, they got a billion dollars out of that bank that collapsed in Silicon Valley the day before it collapsed. And Americans got nothing for it. It's a, it's a, it's a disgrace. And I, I wish, I wish those, uh, what do they call it, Christian Zionists would sit back and take a little look at what they're supporting and what it's done to this country. The, the intelligence they've stolen from us, the technology they've stolen from us. And the spy trades, the enemies. spy trades, the spy yep. trades, Mike. Yeah. Who yep. we gave for spy trades. Now, why would we give a guy like Pollard to the Israelis? Okay. Only way he should have gone back is after he was drawn and quartered, Colonel. Right. Now, this is, uh, by the way, this year, to our listeners, by the way, you're on America Out Loud, talk radio, iHeart, on all the apps, Apple and so on, America Out Loud. We're on the National Security Hour five days a week, 7 p.m. Today, we're your host, Colonel Mike and Dr. Mike. This is two anniversaries here, Mike, this year. The 50th anniversary of Watergate and... 50 years ago, the U.S. ended its involvement in a conflict that tore the country apart. Can you rename that conflict, by the way? 50 years ago? Might have been Vietnam. Vietnam. Yes. Now, the big story is moving forward after Vietnam. It's 50 years. How would you like to move forward? Would you like to give the people of Vietnam a couple of billion dollars, $3 billion, $5 billion? I mean... There's so many families there, they can't even take care of their children. They have their children in orphanages so they can go work a, a menial job for two or $300 a month because their kids are uh, basically born like formaldehyde kids, you know, no arms, no legs. Uh, are we doing anything about that, America? Blinken, anybody? Raise your hand. Blinken, anybody? President uh, Biden, anybody want to talk about that? What, what was the deal? We could have ended that thing long ago. You know, they told Kissinger what the magic number was to end the whole package. And he said, well, you know, we got things to do. We ain't worried about paying money, you know. Well, I guess the the Vietnamese were the wrong religion or the wrong race. I don't know what it was. But obviously, I think we owe the Vietnamese a lot more. And that that conflict, as you know, we heard the stories for years, the uh, domino theory. Remember the domino theory, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, the domino theory. If we only do that, nobody will go that way. And look at this. All of those investments we made, blood and treasure, all of those countries are in the hands of China now. Thanks to our great leaders, our great State Department, our great uh, executives, the executive branches, you know. If uh, I don't know what else you can call it, but treason. I don't know what I can say at this point. I'll tell you that. Well, anybody that's that's willing to risk an American life for a theory uh, like Domino, you know, is 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 a is a gangster. Those kids who went to Vietnam and didn't come back, can't find them still, or were crippled, or were were mentally uh, troubled. 
it, it is it is a, a another worthless excursion, another excursion of thinking you're going to win the war in, in ten minutes and a cakewalk, and you're there for twenty years, and you end up losing. Uh, just as we lost in Afghanistan, and we we exited Afghanistan just as we exited uh, uh, Vietnam in defeat and in panic, and leaving behind enormous amounts of uh, equipment. It is a, it, it maybe it's just the way we make war, which which is a good advertisement for staying out of war. Well, if my memory serves me correct, uh, it was the LBJ time that really took it down big time. Um, and then Nixon wanted to end it. And then they had the Paris Peace Accords. Remember that with Kissinger. And that's another guy. I mean, this guy, Henry Kissinger, Brzezinski. Oh, my gosh. These these people were total failures in all of our foreign policy. And they made him like some statesman that you, you don't even understand. Like, how could they just because he had a growling voice and he was four foot two? <laughs> you know, and uh, he was a. Uh, he was well liked. He was paraded around the globe like a prince. Oh, he still uh, is. Yeah, because he's had he had bags of money, and he he was one of the first to be in China. By the way, he planted his flag way before anybody, Kissinger and Associates, and that's where we where we're where we are today. Him and Mac McClarty, who worked for Clinton, went there. They planted the flag because Clinton was doing the big things with uh, China at the time. I think it was Jimmy Sasser was the ambassador from. He was a former senator from Tennessee. They put him in there for Clinton's ambassador, uh, just like you put a, what was that guy from Montana? Uh, he became an ambassador to uh, China from another another uh, president. So, you know, they know exactly who to put in place to be the ambassadors um, inside China. I'm still upset about this Uyghur thing, and I'm upset about people having their organs ripped out before they're pronounced dead. Because they're prisoners of conscience. Well, the, you know the Mexican cartels do that too. Yeah, they they had a. I remember reading a couple stories where uh, there was a, a, about a woman who had gone on a, a holiday to Britain, and when she came, she died in in Mexico. When she came back, her family had another post mortem done, and then when they opened her up, there were no internal organs left. See, and. Uh, it's it is a it is a gruesome crime, and yet uh, not a lot is said about it uh, because we would be forced to do something to protect uh, at least our people, which is always foremost. Well, the mariachi bands would be singing "I I I I" if you don't give me the "I I I I March May fifth is coming." We got two minutes to commercial, Mike. Last word for a minute, if you can. Yeah, well. It's it's a it's a tragic story that we're on today, Colonel. You know, between the enemy flooding into the country, and and you know, we didn't even mention, but we don't have any numbers that I know of. Hold for that thought for the next segment. Hold that thought for the next okay. segment. Yeah, we we only got a minute and a half, so you go. Come on. Well, we have to think about what other country would be stupid enough not to take advantage of Biden's border, open border, uh, by not taking the opportunity to get some of its intelligence, paramilitary and military people into this country. All right, I'm going to answer that before we go to commercial. I'm raising my hand. Can I answer that? Of course I can. I'm calling you, Colonel. Great Britain. (laughs) 
Germany. All right, we'll be back after commercial. We're on America Out Loud with the National Security Hour. We'll be back after break. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Well, you're hearing the news about the convergence of influenza, respiratory syncytial virus, and now SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, hitting at the same time in some households. Uh, Most of these conditions are mild, but they are bothersome. People have fever, cough, congestion, uh, respiratory symptoms, and one of the best ways to safeguard your home is with the Genesis Fogger. The Genesis Fogger uses HOCL, that is a safe disinfectant, Uh, It is virucidal. It kills the virus in the air and on surfaces. It creates a dry mist. You can use it to sterilize certain rooms, sterilize bathrooms particularly, and I think every household should have it. So go to America Out Loud website, go to the banner bar and click on Genesis Fogger to get a discount on your purchase. And you're going to need it because the first purchase involves the uh, unit itself, and then you'll get a box of the liquid that's used inside, it's diluted in water, and that's basically the supply. And you're given a, a, a real good number of bottles that'll last you a long time, but go ahead and pick up the discount on the first purchase when you go to our banner bar on America Out Loud, and that's the Genesis Fogger. Let's get real, let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Welcome back to the National Security Hour. You're on with Dr. Michael Shoyer and Colonel Mike. And we're on five days a week, 7 p.m. Great shows, great hosts. We're happy to be a host again today. And don't forget, we're on AmericaOutloud.com, all the apps, all the podcasts. You can all get it there. Hey, remember, freedom and justice for all. This is where you come for your news 24-7. You know, if you're a first-timer coming on, whether it's the National Security or America Out Loud, don't forget to check out the website, americaoutloud.com. That's where you want to go 24-7. Great shows, great hosts. You know, it's just it's a great network. We're happy to be on the National Security Hour on iHeartRadio and all the apps. 
Thank you, executive producer, Mary Fanning. So, uh, Mike, we're back. I told you to hold that thought. What are you thinking? Well, what I'm thinking is after reading this material and, and also knowing the activities of the Chinese business community and their mafias in Mexico, uh, the cross-border uh, entry of Chinese-aged uh, Chinese military-aged men in large numbers. I would. It would seem to me that if I was the president or I was the head of the intelligence community, I would ask, "Well, how many Russians have are doing the same thing? How many Iranians? Uh, maybe how many Iraqis? They have a little bone to pick with us too. And how many Islamists have been coming in?" In, in Biden's open border. You know, we, we, we have a, a working ballpark number for the Chinese of 400,000 and for the Afghans of 200,000. Uh, but what about the rest of them? I don't think there's anyone who has any kind of gripe against America at, at this time that hasn't taken advantage of Biden's treason to put people into this country, either to cause problems, to collect intelligence, to steal technology, whatever it is. If, if they have the numbers on the Chinese, they must have the number on the rest of the miscreants who, are, who have been coming in for three years now, two and a half years. So I know we don't need any more problems than we have, but it's always better to, even if they're, they're, they're befuddling, it's better to know the problems you're facing than to have them sneak out and bop you in the head with a hammer or something. Well, well, part of the communist revolutions, as you know, is to do what they're doing. It's it's a playbook right out of Russia and, and China's communism book. Um, and Americans won't be ready for this. You know, now you just said intelligence community. We used to do what they called intelligence gathering with intelligence people who were intelligent. We no longer, we pro, look, I'm not going to knock all of them out, but we probably don't have that amount of people that are pro-America anymore in these agencies. They've been placed there, Mike. They're shills. And a lot of Americans, including the politicians who think that selling your country out, you're not going to pay for it. Let me just say something to you. You've never watched what happened in Cambodia with the killing fields. You've never watched what happened with Mao. You've never watched what happened with Stalin. You go first. You go first. You're the first to be captured. You're the first to be taken out because of what you did. They'll never trust you because if you sold your own country out, how do you think they feel about you? And that goes for all of you, wherever you are, bureaucrat, agency, politician, Congress, think tank, lobbyist, you go first. They know who you are. They bought you. They don't need you. Communists don't love you. They use you and they abuse you. That is my statement. And that's a fact, Mike. You know that. Oh, it is. And you, you should have added all those flag officers who are, are uh, trying to destroy the United States. If any of them happen to be hobnobbing with uh, the Chinese or, or anybody else, uh -huh. which I think is a sure thing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they'll, they go after, they they'll go after them, too. They're going to go after all of them. Yeah, yeah. But this is going to be, listen, this is going to be eventually to the point. Now, there was a great article that I had where, and this is very important. I want the, I want the listeners to, to understand this, especially here in America. The Chinese owe us 
an amount of money that would just blow your mind. I had the article up and I can't find it right now, Mike, but now you can get this information at the AmericanReport.org. Okay. It's there. And all we have to do is repossess whatever they bought, whatever they own, whatever they invested in. It's in our country. We could repossess it. Just like the Mexicans did a couple of days ago by seizing an American company and all its assets. You see? So why would they do that with all the trade we do at Mexico? Why would they do that unless they felt spunky and strong enough and figured there's not going to be any blowback? And you know what? Who's helping them think like that? China. So this and is the United it. States. United States. We've helped them think like that. How long have we been capable of destroying root and branch, the cartels? Mm-hmm. And what have we done instead? We've let them grow, treated it like a police problem instead of a national security problem, or even worse, treating it as a health problem. Oh, Mike, I heard that today, too, that the Narcane and the, the OD. So uh, one of these people at the church today spoke about well, you know, uh, I do emergency services, EMS, ambulance, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I felt so bad. The lady had no veins. I had her not cane. She only had one vein, da, 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 to put it into Venus. And I'm like, he goes, well, you know, they're, they're desperate. Well, wait a minute. You're, you're always looking at the issue on this side. How about you call your congressman and put the National Guard down there? How about, how about you know, the Texas governor who thinks he's going to run for uh, president he deputized everybody in the, in the state. And guess what? Since it's our country, we can go down. He could deputize us. Americans will stand on the border with their fellow uh, National Guard from Texas or whatever other states they send there. Right. And you just protect your border. And if the if the government, the federal government don't want to do it, you do it. Mike, how does that work? I mean, you're a little better at this than I am. Do we uh, supersede as a state to, de- to defend the border? Or do, was, does the government have all the right on that? I think in the, in the case of Texas and New Mexico, it's perfectly uh, uh, acceptable for any citizen to go down and protect, uh, help the Texans, the Texans to protect their farms, their property, their herds, their children, whatever it is that needs to be protected and protect, be, be, protect, be using force to do that. You know, well, you know, it's only you have in America where if you if you took out a gun and got rid of the people who were who were turning your farm upside down and killing your animals and burning things, that you would be blamed for violence. It's it's an unbelievable situation, but that's where we are. Well, look at the man in what was it, Missouri, St. Louis, something like that. Remember they they broke through his yes. house and he shot at them and now he's got trouble. So yeah. This is where tyranny is. It's on a local level. It's on a state level. Tyranny, tyranny is our name at the moment in terms of our governing procedures, Colonel. Mm-hmm. This so, is a tyranny from, the from, you know, with only the intermission provided by Trump since, since uh, Bush or since Reagan, rather. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Mike. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but today's this has just been a bad news security hour for us. It's, and you're on scoutloud.com. Uh, talk radio 24-7, great shows, podcasters up in two days. Remember, americaoutloud.com, liberty and justice for all. I just love that. Liberty and justice for all. So you come here to get the news 24-7, great shows, great hosts. We're on National Security Hour, 7 o'clock, five days a week. 
uh, executive producer, Mary Fanning. And I just want to say also, we're very happy that, uh, you know, we've only been on here, I guess, about a month. I'm like, would you say about a month? Maybe, maybe five or six shows, Colonel. All right. And maybe that's a little bit more. So maybe, yeah, maybe a month, five and a half. Weeks, six weeks, something yeah, like that. A month and, a half. and boy, oh boy, we want to thank you. I looked at some of the, uh, the analytics, as they say, huh? analytics sounds good. But I saw, I saw some of the numbers and uh, we really want to thank you. A lot of you guys are checking in and checking with us and happy to come on the, uh, the, the Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike hour on, on Monday. And the rest of our shows are doing very well, too, on the National Security Hour. And, uh, hey, we want to thank those guys out there at AmericaOutloud.com for putting us on. It's been a while to be on live talk radio. I kind of enjoy it in a way. A lot different than doing a podcast kind of thing. Right, Mike? It is. It is. It's a, a little more of a job because you got to think up what you want to talk about. Whereas on the podcast, we're generally not just by ourselves, but we're talking to to a guest who... Mm-hmm. We've had some pretty good guests, and they raise a lot of topics that you know you hadn't thought about completely or at all. But this That's is a, right. this is a nice experience. It, it is. It's like being on that old radio station. Yeah, we 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 were on with Ozzy and Harriet, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the Beach Boys. Da-da. Yeah, that was a great time. But yeah, it's good to be back, you know. And uh, I enjoy working with the executive producer. I enjoy working with the people down there at America Out Loud. They do great work with the uh, artwork and uh, titling and reading and editing and, you know, doing what makes the show to be a great show uh, five days a week. So we want to thank all of you guys. And they really uh, they posted everywhere. It's got to be posted. So people here. So I just want to say globally, I know you're listening because we get the messages on our uh, email and uh, on our website. So you go to our website and then you just give us an email there. Uh, but we really want to thank you. This has been a good experience for a month and a half. Numbers are nice and getting better. So, uh, Mike, we're coming down to the last, I'd say, six or seven minutes. So I would like to say to our friends out in the Middle East, you know, if you want to impress me and you want to impress Mike, think about the Uyghurs. Think about human rights. I, I mean, look, we're nobody to talk as far as in America, but as far as a U.S. citizen, who believes in freedom of speech and a lot of freedom, you know, um, I know we got to look in the mirror when we shave, we got to look in our own face, but then look at our own backyard, but you guys are not doing a great job. And don't forget we're on Ramadan now. So a little bit of that soul searching on the Ramadan hour. Okay. You guys got to think about what these Chinese are doing. And now you just made a a peace deal. Now I'm going to say this, Mike, before we blow out, I'm impressed on this China in Russia. Now, there's a, there's a whole component. We're going to do a show on that next week. I'll put the words together in, in the notes with us. Um, you know, this is in China's best interest right now to make the deal with Russia, and it's in Russia's best interest right now. Okay. And it's probably in Iran's best interest right now. Correct. However, Russia is not going to be subservient to China. They need them for now, and they'll never, you know, want to be. But at the, at the moment, China needs energy and Russia needs pals, right? And uh, the sad part is our country doesn't want to even think about a peace deal. We could have did this deal, Mike. We could have did this deal, Mike. You know that. But, uh, you know, war is money. Money is war. And how do you keep this economy running if you don't have war? It's totally impossible, no? It seems it seems that's exactly right, Colonel. That, uh, you know, the one thing we didn't mention is what you wanted to was to talk a little bit about Syria. 
which is another good example of war that we don't need. And we're, we have an American got killed there, I think, over this weekend from uh, the Iranians uh, hitting them with missiles. Uh, but we, we, there is no possible reason, again, except Israel, for us to be in Syria. Oh, and there's all, they also, remember Eddie told us they want to build a uh, pipeline through northern mm -hmm. uh, Syria to the Mediterranean to get gas out of Iraq and I think Afghanistan. You know, Colonel, I've, I've always thought that the greatest goal of American foreign policy was to be able to walk into the Oval Office uh, uh, and have the president ask what's new. And if he was interested, he could say, well, who's ruling in Syria or who's ruling in uh, Equatorial Guinea? And we could say, doesn't matter, sir. None of our concern. No threat there. Uh, move on. And that's exactly the ideal situation for you. All right. I'm going to have to cut you off my it partner be here because time. we're coming up on the close. Okay. National Security Hour on AmericaOutloud.com. Don't forget, five days a week, 7 p.m., we're your host today, Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike. And we will sign off and see you next week. Remember, America Out Loud, with liberty and justice for all.